Hello, and welcome back to the Model Shop Podcast. My name is Theo, and today I'll be accompanying you through one of the most beautiful, timeless lands in all of Disneyland, New Orleans Square. Today, we're starting in a very special part of this land, the Blue Bayou Restaurant. We have an amazing waterside table with a perfect view of all of the boats passing by. To make sure that we don't carry any stress from our regular days into this happy place, let's start with a quick grounding exercise as we notice the things around us. Let's start with five things we can see. I see beautiful multicolored lanterns hanging above us, a lush green tree, the exterior of an old-fashioned house, many drinks with the iconic light-up ice cubes, and, of course, in the other direction, a boat drifting casually down a river. Now, onto four things we can feel. I feel the cushiony seat of the chair, the cold metal of the back of it, excited goosebumps on my arms, and the unique sense of calm that only a day at Disneyland can bring. Next, it's time for three things we can hear. First and most noticeable are the crickets. Their chirping brings back memories of the happiest summer days. Of course, there is also the iconic sounds of the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. The eerie beginnings of a recognizable sea shanty are being played on an old man's banjo. And underneath all of this, there is always the bubbly, excited murmur of people enjoying their visits to the Blue Bayou. You can smell two equally comforting scents, the sweet smell of all of the delicious food available at the restaurant, and, of course, the smell of every good pirate's home, the water. As for what you can taste, well, that's up to you. Maybe you'll order a creamy creme brulee, perhaps a Monte Cristo sandwich or some chicken jambalaya. Take a moment to think about what you'll order today. After a delightful meal in the Blue Bayou, it's time to explore the rest of this area in the park. Turning left out of the beautiful building will lead you right into the heart of New Orleans Square and all of its unique and exciting shops. Directly next to the Blue Bayou is an old-fashioned dress shop. There are always such lovely dresses in, in it, like the Daffer Dan-themed vertically striped dress hanging in one section, or the dark blue It's a Small World-inspired gown. There are skirts adorned with beautiful balloons for the movie Up, and so many other incredible designs. The dresses seem even more beautiful in front of the elegant chandeliers. In fact, this entire shop feels as if it is out of a movie, or more accurately, like something from the past. If dresses aren't your thing, though, there's definitely still the opportunity to appreciate some beauty in New Orleans Square. Just across the street is a tiny glass shop with some truly mesmerizing pieces inside. Let's take a closer look at this bedazzled crystal Tinkerbell figurine. She is bending over, clearly casting some sort of magical spell over the entire shop, the entire land, even the entire park. Next to her, Dumbo, with his adorable ears and tiny little hat, is watching people as they pass. He always likes to see someone smile. As you walk out of the shop, Take some time to notice the beautiful plants lining the streets, as well as the delicate balconies and detailed old-fashioned signs on the doorways. This area of the park truly feels like stepping into a fairy tale. 
everything is exactly as beautiful as anyone could imagine. It is comforting and endlessly exciting. With the upbeat background music guiding your mood, it's hard to feel anything but optimistic as you make your way around this land. As we pass the French Market restaurant and continue to wind around the streets of New Orleans, take a moment to appreciate the beautiful pink building, the old-fashioned streetlights, and the many other wonderful details that really make this place special. For example, look at the glittering stained glass windows and the hidden in plain sight entrance for the elusive Club 33. Just imagine the excitement you'd feel walking up the stairs and entering the club. I think that my favorite part, except for getting to see such amazing Disney history, would probably be looking out the window at the rest of New Orleans Square. And hey, we don't need Club 33 to do that. We're already in it. So let's take a look at some of the details on the balconies. On one, I see a birdcage with what appears to be a tiki room bird in it. How exciting! On another, I see a pair of lawn chairs and a table. It's so much fun to imagine the lives of the hypothetical people living in New Orleans Square. I'll bet they always have loads to do for fun, and they definitely enjoy their jobs as shopkeepers. I wonder what sorts of people they are. Is there a family above one shop? Who do you think owns the bird? I'll give you a moment just to imagine these people. If you like, you can imagine what your life would be like if you lived in New Orleans Square. Let's continue walking until we reach the first half of the iconic duo of New Orleans Square attractions, the Haunted Mansion. First though, we'll pass by the railroad station. If everything is quiet enough, you'll be able to hear Walt Disney's opening day address in Morse code. We'll pass by the beautiful old fountain and the many trees and bushes until we finally reach the Haunted Mansion. For such a spooky attraction, this building is certainly well maintained. As you approach the brick wall displaying the wait time and the ghostly gates, it's hard not to be distracted by the foreboding building itself. Anywhere else, it might appear a little out of place. But here in Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion reminds you of only one thing, the amount of joy and excitement you have felt within it. Though we won't be riding this attraction today, your memories of previous rides make the, this haunted house particularly special. Let's walk around to the front to get a better look at the columns, balconies, and the ship-shaped weather vane. I think it's time we do ride an attraction, actually. So let's make our way back to the center of New Orleans Square, passing by the Rivers of America on the left. The lively place of this land means that you're back in the middle very soon, and you're staring up at one particular balcony. From a distance, this balcony looks no different from the rest of them. But if you look at the flash of gold standing out from the turquoise metalwork, we will see some meaningful letters. One of them is a W, the other an R, standing for the brothers Walt and Roy Disney. What a beautiful little nod to the people who made this place possible. On the balcony just next to this one, we can see a familiar face right now. It looks like Red the Pirate is wearing her signature outfit and chatting with guests. I think that that is a perfect sign for us to hop on the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction, don't you? Right now, there's no line at all. So after passing under the arch and winding through the barriers, we'll get to enter the building. 
We could rush through until our boat appears, but why don't we take a moment to appreciate the queue? On the walls, there are portraits of many different pirates. Most of them are based on real pirates from history, including the painting of Anne Bonny. Of course, the other exciting part of this queue, aside from the smell and the fact that soon we'll be on a boat about to enter the long-lost world of fearless seafarers, is the swashbuckling parrot standing in front of a Jolly Roger flag and practicing his pirate talk. His voice is a sure signal that your adventure is about to begin. As you pass by the lanterns in the dim room, we see boats that are finishing their journey. Once we're under the brick arch and the floor becomes wood, a cast member will ask you how many people there are in your party. And this is where you get to decide exactly who you want to embark on this adventure with. Soon, a pirate will be reminding you of proper pirate etiquette and... Well, I'm sure you know how the rest of the story goes. I'll leave you with a whole ride through the bayou to look forward to. And with something to think about. New Orleans Square merges reality and fantasy in a way that is so seamless, it's hard to remember that the real New Orleans doesn't have pirates and ghosts in its buildings. What if you could mix just a little bit of playful, happy fantasy into your reality? It just might make you feel better generally, and it will most certainly brighten little parts of your day. I hope that you've enjoyed this happy place escape. Remember that you can come back to this anytime you need it.